We're driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search match with Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. Leveraging over 140 million qualifications and preferences every day, Indeed's matching engine is constantly learning from your preferences, so the more you use Indeed, the better it gets. Join more than 3.5 million businesses worldwide that use Indeed to hire great talent fast. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Just go to Indeed.com slash BlueWire right now and support our show by saying that you heard about Indeed on this podcast. That's Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. What's up, y'all? It's Drewski, and I've teamed up with Mountain Dew to produce a hilarious new basketball podcast called The Dew Zone with Drewski. Learn the backstories of your favorite ballers and celebrities like Jamal Murray. Did you have, like, a favorite team? Was it the Raptors at the time or no? Was the Raptors even started around that time? Come on, bro. I ain't that old, fam. <laughs> You're talking like I'm 50. Taylor Rooks, Asia Wilson, and many more. You won't want to miss this. Listen to The Do Zone with Drewski on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, and wherever you listen to podcasts. And with me today, the great Tiffany Meeks. Tiff, how are you? Good afternoon. This yes. wonderful, beautiful Sunday. Great weather here. And I think in New York, there's nice weather too. Yeah, it was. Uh, thanks, G. Thanks for having me. How are you? We're doing good. Uh, listen, not maybe not the best because, you know, it's it's more fun to do stuff on losses. And chat, by the way, if you're watching on twitch.tv slash MIAHeepy, we thank you for your for your audience, your patronage, all of that. Thank you so much. Also, chat, let us know. We're doing a little bit of a new setup. So if you feel like our audio is a little low or a little high, please let us know so I can adjust. So I'm out, a lot of moving parts for me today. So I just want to make sure that this is the best experience possible for you guys and, and that you're having fun. Thank you, by the way to our youtube uh people watchers viewers subscribers all that uh this is an important time for us as a as a what do we call us as a platform um fez butter and chat i thought this was hangover time no but you can catch hangover time after every single heat game this season uh and and for the playoffs so just we want to thank you guys to everybody if you're on youtube and you're not subscribed please subscribe fez butter says his twitch notification let light to him uh I think because the title was off. I like moving parts here, but it's okay. We got this, and we're here to listen. There's a lot to get to. We really want to break down game one of the playoffs. I see people in chat using the emotes. If you're a Twitch subscriber, you have access to our emotes, which include things like the Marcus Camby emote. So people are, are, are just camping me all over the place. Um, Tiff, there's so much to get to today. Yes. There's so much to break down. And I don't even know where to start. I'm going to let you decide where we start. I'm going to give you a couple topics, and you can pick, and we'll go over. All right, so we could start with Jimmy. We can start with Bam. 
Or we can start with Duncan. Those are like the big three things I want to get to, and we'll kind of branch out from there. So which do you want to get to first? Okay. Uh, let's go with Duncan. My man is, for me, Tiff, he was like the key to the series because I think the baseline for Miami is they want to run handoffs and pick and rolls. They want to have movement. And if bigs drop, that gives them extra space that they you know normally would not have against switches because they don't have adequate ball handlers to kind of get into the pain and to do like to bother and do right. stuff like that. So their baseline is they want to play against drop defenses and the Bucks play the deepest, most aggressive drop. So for me, I'm like, well, the margin that they need to win is going to be, they need to outplay the Bucks in that scheme. And I thought Duncan was the biggest key to that because when he's coming off that handoff, if Brooks not coming up to the level of the screen, if he's going to drop back, Duncan, Duncan and Bam right. have a two on one. Right, because Bam screening a guy right. and then Duncan with his movement. So, I mean, like they won that. Miami got everything they wanted. Tiff, they won that that particular part of the matchup. And the Bucks, Tiff, never strayed away from that. In overtime, after Duncan had murdered them, they were still dropping low, right. and that surprised me. But also, as a Heat fan, I like that they kept doing. I, I want them to keep right. doing that. Right. It's kind of like. I, I almost was just like, all right, they're playing that game where Duncan, go ahead. Like if, if you get 30, then you're taking shots away from somebody else. You're, you're taking shots away from Jimmy. You're taking shots away from Bam. So I think they kind of, which honestly, you know, you make a free throw here or there, you win that game. But Duncan made every I mean he just looked like he couldn't miss except for when he was wide open but that's a whole nother thing <laughs> but he listen he was coming off screens he was playing tough he was fighting through screens he wanted the ball and I commend him for that because there were points where he looked like he was the only one that wanted the ball and I want <laughs> we have a lot to get about that later with certain other people on this team. But I mean, Duncan had set, he went seven for 13 from three. That's 54%. That, that ties the heat record. I believe that's Shane Battier's record for most three pointers uh, in a playoff game, which right. is like huge, right? It, it's huge for him to have a record setting night. And, and the fact that they lost is a little like, Oh God, you wasted that game. But Tiff, nothing about the way that the bucks were defending him made me think that he was not going to do that again. And, Right. Middleton occupied him for much of the game. They, I think the other adjustment might be to put Drew Holiday on him, but I don't know how much they want Holiday on him and not on Dragic because Dragic, you know, was right. another key that we'll get to later. But I mean, he's occupying one of their better, bigger defenders, chasing him around screens. And I, I like that's a, that is to me because everything else I feel will get sorted out. That was to me like he did not have a good series last time even though right, it was built right. for him, but this time he did. And and the movement was incredible. Right. I mean, it, he's just awesome. He is. And the thing about it is, is that if he, if he catches the ball, he's going to get a shot off. He's tall. He's rangy. He has the long arms and, and, you know, it's like, you know, Drew couldn't get into him and maybe prevent him from getting the ball, but Drew's not going to stop him from getting the shot off. Like that's just really what it is. And even so with Middleton, Middleton couldn't stop him from getting the shot off. And, and he was jumping out hard, like on those contests, like, and, and I think mm -hmm. that's also like the big difference. Like he used to, he used to be scared. He would like pump fake and not shoot. And we were all mad at him. 
Yeah. Well, now he wants the contact. He craves. I think he got a. I think he got he got fouled on one of them, if I remember correctly. Yeah, he craves the contact. He's not. There's been this maturation process that happened with him over the course of this season that has been incredible. I don't know how many players have ever had this type of growth in such a short period of time. So, you know, with the confidence that he has going into game two, there's no reason to think he can't just, you know, go out there and get another five or six threes. Like there's just no reason to think he couldn't. It's going to be the most important thing in the series for Miami that like, wasn't there last season. Um, I think his defense was really good too. I think in general, I know that that you know Middleton kind of cooked him at the end, but I think we have to put into perspective like a he was not anywhere near like he would he put up a fight right and he forced Middleton oh, to some yeah. shots that I I I honestly Tiff if you ask me again that game winning shot he took if you said your game comes down to this I'm like yeah I'd rather other guys be taking it but you know in a late game right. situation I'm I'm okay with that. Right. Gee, he contested it. He did everything he could. And I was just praying. Yeah, I prayed that he just didn't follow him. He did everything he could. He got in his airspace. He stretched his arms out. He was there. You know, it's just Middleton can make that shot. Like, you you know, you hang your hat and you say, all right, (laughs) see you Monday. Like, that's pretty much what you do. You say, all right, see you Monday. They did not. So he, the Bucks have switched a lot this season. They didn't really do much of it at all yesterday. If, if even I can't even mm-hmm. remember, like I, I watched a lot of the game and I, again, and I didn't see the, a lot of, of evidence of that. And that's going to give Duncan a lot of free reign. That That's going to let, that's going to move the heat. He triggered a lot of their pick and rolls as well. Now that didn't go as well as you hope. And I, I think we, we generally know that we don't want that. A lot of that was the Bucks kind of baiting them into right. that and, and kind of forcing it um, a little bit of that. A lot of that was Jimmy off the floor, right? And, and Dragic just couldn't get to the ball because of how, I mean, Drew is just incredible. I mean, Drew Holiday is, uh, it sucks because he doesn't, the team we're playing against, but he's a joy to watch on defense. The way he flies mm-hmm. and fights around screens, the length, the physicality, he's just incredible. And if Dragic is going to be occupied by that, you know, it's he's not going to be able to come come up to the ball when their first action fails. Right. And Dragic comes back up; it's going to be tough. So we might see a little bit more Duncan triggering actions, but it's not the worst thing in the world because he he always has a threat of the pull up, and he's not bad at it. Right, right. No, I I, I agree, and I will say about Drew Holiday, I love watching him play because he just goes after it. But, you know, there's the other side, too. Let's not forget, like, he threw the kitchen sink at Gorn, and Gorn still had a good game. Oh, man. Like, the, let's the let's not, you on. know. <laughs> yes. Floater was yes. on. He was getting, he was getting in the, he was trying to get in the paint. He literally was just like, I'm going to take whatever you want to give me. This is what's happening. And he was confident. He looked fresh. Like, you, you think about it. Where would they have been without his game? Oh, blowout. Blowout. Like, easy. Yeah. Yeah. I mean. Because he was the bench. He was literally the bench. I don't think they're, I don't think we could expect a lot from their bench outside of him. Um, He had 25 points, one assist, which is funny. 10 for 17 (laughs) from the field, 5 of 10 from three. Um, Just no fouls. (laughs) Oh, three fouls. I'm sorry. Um, But. Yeah, I was like, zero fouls. <laughs> uh, you know, he, he was a guy that 
I, I like that he was attacking Portis in the drop every time he recognized. Mm-hmm. And I thought that he were pretty disciplined of where is Bryn Forbes? Where is Bobby Portis? We are going to go. Because right. Bobby's deep, right? Bobby's Bobby's like mm-hmm. Lopez. He, he's deep in the drop and he's good offensively and and that's fine. But on defense, that's the guy that you want to hunt. And they were putting yeah. Forbes and Bobby in every action. And, and that's Jimmy and Goron who are just like looking for dudes. And I think Goron, you know, I think maybe in year yonder, you know, Goron's going to take that to the rim, try to finish with either hand, take contact. He's not that guy anymore. But the fact that he was confidently getting into pull-ups, looking for his spot, he's like, okay, I'm going here. This is where I want to pull up. He kind of, and you could tell when he's coming off that pick and he knows when I need to, you know, Deadman had a couple re-screens where Holiday's really on him. They would run double drag early in the clock and then Dragic would kind of pull the ball back. Deadman would re-screen, which by the way, him mm-hmm. as a screen, he's so tiff, he's so patient. He'll hold like he, guys he, are like ready to screen knows. and dive, yes. slip. Yes. He needs to he needs he a confirmation it. that the dudes ran into his mm-hmm. bicep. Yeah, he holds it. That's yeah. you know, because so many people you see they they want to move so quickly. They want to cut, they want to do these things. And he doesn't care if he gets the ball. He wants the offense to progress. He doesn't care. Um you know, Gorn. <laughs> He might be the bench this season, this series. I'm sorry. Like, I don't know. I don't know where you're going to get from Andre. I don't know where you're going to get from Tyler. Um, I don't know if this is, and, and to be honest, considering that, you know, Drew is out there, I don't know if this is going to be that type of series for him. I don't think so either. And, and Tyler had a, Tyler had a rough time of it. I think Goron's a little better equipped to deal with Drew because he, you know, Tyler is, I mean, it's funny how Tyler's still kind of slower than Dragic and Dragic works angles better. And that's just experience too. And, and, mm-hmm. and Dragic might not have the pull up three that Tyler's more comfortable taking, but he's a lot more patient. He can really work the geometry of the court a little better. He has a floater that I think you trust more. He, he's just, I think he knows right. the spots better, knows the space better. I thought Tiff, by the way, on defense, I had a tweet on the EP account, like lockdown defender, Gordon Dragas has checked it. Yeah. Oh my God. He was, listen, Dude. he hustled. He hustled. I, I am not, I was not disappointed in his play at all. He put his nose in there. He got his body in there and he hustled. And it was literally all that you could ask for. You couldn't ask for anything else at the, at that point. Um, TY MIA heat 33 said Tyler was getting to his spots and just missed. He was rushed into his spots. Dragic. They, flowed. he, yes. Yeah. There's a difference. He let the, he let the, the, the defense dictate, when and where, when he took his shot and where he took his shot. And that's because he's a young player. And, and I'm, I'm talking about Tyler, obviously. Yeah. And let's like, we also have to acknowledge that like for him as a young guy, this playoff experience is going to be vastly different than last year. Like you, you, there's, you're not playing in front of anyone. There's no travel. There's, he's not a veteran. Like, let's be realistic. He's not a veteran. He's still a young guy. And there are going to be things that are happening in this postseason that he never saw. He never felt last year. So he's going to have to catch up. And honestly, he's, he is going to have to be productive at some point if they're going to pull this series out. I, I, I actually don't think that they really need him this series. If they get like, I I like I think they're gonna need more from Ariza, particularly because if Dragic 
can help their bench units. And like, this is just going to be like a starter series, right? I, I, I like the starters were okay. And the bench was not Deadman wasn't even, and Deadman's minutes were not very favorable. I don't think it's particularly his fault, but I mean, it's just, it is what it is. And Bam's going to have to play like 44, whatever you play 41 minutes, whatever that was. It's going to look, it's going to look a little bit like that. They, they're going to need Dragic more than they're going to need hero. Dragic has a three point shooter. Uh, has been lights out for the last like twenty games. Oh yeah, he he's been yeah he's killing it. And I like the. I shots think there's but, right. I just think there's something to be said for if. Uh, how many minutes did Hero play in the last game? Like twenty eight or something? Was it that high? I I thought okay he played nineteen. I thought it it was nineteen minutes. Yeah. So and what Edmund what was played he? Twelve. Andre fifteen. Tyler nineteen. And Kendrick played. Uh, 22. So I think deserved, by the way, Kendrick playing more than Tyler. Yeah. I mean, I just think between Tyler and then, and none, cause they're both going to get some, they're both going to get minutes. You got to get a little bit, you got to get more production. And even if it's just none, honestly, with the starting unit, like between those two guys, you still got to get a little bit more production. Cause you got to keep the defense honest. Like you can't too. have. Yeah, I know. I know. But you know what? At at some point, you can't just keep looking at Duncan. So you know, you you need a couple of other guys, and like you said, Ariza. I'd like to see. You know what? I'd like to see. I'd like to see him off the moving off the ball more in this next game. I would like to see him kind of cutting more to the rim. I thought that's kind of what really made him a bit of a difference maker in the regular season. He wasn't doing a lot of that. He They were using him as a, a screener a lot. Lope, they, they, him and Lopez were just defending each other a lot too. And right. I, they were they were just looking for Brooke in, in action. So Ariza was screening a lot. They, they did a couple things when they were kind of screaming, screening out of horns with Ariza and Bam. They were just trying to get the big guys out the paint to, to kind of – but I mean – I get it in theory, so it might. I would just like to see maybe Ariza kind of little more off ball action going in the rim. Yeah, um, yeah. I I think he'll be better as a shooter. Those closeout guys, a lot of the times, it was like Divincenzo and stuff like that. So I think the shooting will be better. He he has the ability to shoot over these guys. I thought he was a disaster on offense. I thought he was fine on defense. I mean, in general, they were fine. I mean, um, I tweeted something out like when Bam was on the floor, he hit at a ninety three defensive rating <laughs> like if you're gonna hold that <laughs> offense to that awful awful rating you're gonna win games right, right? and i i trust right. the defense ariza was part of that they don't have they they forced i think 17 turnovers they just committed 17 turnovers so you clean that up right. a little bit you offset the rebounding that you're just not gonna win that battle i mean they're just too big right. Giannis is a Giannis right. is a beast it, it, and, and he's just right. gonna get fouled a million times like so they're not gonna win that but if they can kind of fix a turnover disparity a bit ariza kind of get a little more involved they lost in the margins and yeah. i guess in the margins the and the star players playing bad offensively but other than that like it, i'm i'm very positive about this game i don't feel bad after this loss right well and look at it this way like your star players played meh and you only lost by two like you you didn't get you know you weren't blown out you you did everything you needed to do to stay in the game you know jimmy had an awful shooting night but when it was time to get it to overtime who got you to overtime? So there were so many little things where you thought, oh, but then there were so many moments where you thought it was turning around. Um, I just honestly think they just got to, and I'm not going to talk about the shots. They got to clean up the turnovers. 
That's so what many I, of those were in the I first think quarter. They have to clean up. Mm-hmm. Jimmy had like six. Jimmy had how many turnovers? Six for the game. And how many of those were him and Bam That's in pick lot. and roll, two man game? Jimmy throwing a bad pass and Bam really not yeah. doing him any favors. Yeah. It was like they were both out of sorts completely. Yeah. Well, there's a lot of them uh, like Jimmy posting. And as the double came, no one moved to the ball side. Nobody. So now he's in the post with two people on him and he's doing a lot of this, just looking, looking, looking. That and last, it's like, that, that last least... possession had some of that too. You have to bring the ball. Uh-huh. Yeah. And it's like, what the hell is like, there's so much of that. And I think part of that is, is on him a little bit. Cause he kind of goes in with the, with the idea of like, who do I make play make for and not who do I score? Uh-huh. That's partly right. Right. Yeah. Well, and also like once he's that, because he got into the post a lot and got deep. And I feel like once he's that deep, he needs to just go quickly and make a move. Because he's stronger than pretty much most of the people they're putting on him. Now, PJ Tucker. Giannis just doesn't (laughs) scare him at all. That's funny. I mean, he doesn't either. Does he scare you? I mean, no, no. It's the, it's, it's, Drew Holiday scares me more than Giannis. They have they've solved something in Giannis, and, and a lot of this wasn't even the Waltif. It was just them and drop them right. sending help. It wasn't the game plan wasn't as I mean last year it was like they were sending four guys right. Jimmy right. spent a lot of time on him. Bam spent a lot of time on him, um, and even defensively, Tiff. You know when it came down to win, like when it came down to like okay, we got to win this basketball game. The Bucks said Giannis on Jimmy and mm-hmm. Jimmy got to the rim when he wanted. And With to ease. me, Tiff, to me, that is the biggest takeaway from that series because there was one where in overtime he had Giannis on him. Brooke came up to screen. So they're two best defenders and Jimmy got to the rim and missed a layup and Ben missed a putback, right? Because they, the, you know, right. Brooke came, uh, Giannis had to come to help because he was behind, he was trailing the play. And Another time, which was the game winner, Jimmy brought the ball out. Giannis was on him, and Jimmy blew by him and got the game winner. And there was a lot, a lot of things like that. Uh, there were a lot of moments like that. Chad, I'm, I'm putting my mic up. Let me know if it's a little better. Um, there were a lot of moments like that where I'm like, oh, that's that to me is series defining. If he's going right. to be able to get to his spots on that guy, they don't have other options. That's their best option well, for that. Right. And to me, that's that's no one's stopping Jimmy going to the basket. No one on that team can stop him from going to the basket. You know, so it's like that's got to be they got to at some point start having that like steady diet of him just saying, you can't guard me. If you bring the double, then I'm going to hit Duncan. Then I'm going to hit Ariza cut into the basket. But if you're just going to come one on one, I'm, I'm blowing right past you like and I also think that that will be the mentality tomorrow as far as Jimmy's concerned. Like I am not, I'm not worried about his offense at all. I'm not either. And and I I think like on defense, he was like amazing. I, I saw some people criticizing his defense. I, I don't agree at all. I thought he was active. No, he was everywhere. The he effort was, everywhere. was not a question yesterday with him from tip. Exactly. No, it was exactly was just on point. Well, I think, as I said, uh, Yesterday, he's been off for what ten days, eleven days. So, I mean, 
that shooting performance, that's that's about right for somebody that hasn't actually had any game time in almost two weeks. Like that's that's about right. And also because he's not a pure shooter, did we think he's going to have two weeks off and then come out and just light it up? That's not that's not how it works. I thought I thought he would. I thought the rest I thought he looked good <laughs> on rest all season. So I, I was a little I mean the turnovers were actually the most surprising part. I was like, he's just such a good passer that I don't I don't really see how that works. Um shout out to I Curtis thought it was Hero, by rust. the way, who gave it a tier one sub to Cartiliana, who's like an OG over oh. here. So we we love the we love the community, loving the community now. Yes. So you can use emotes like uh like our Alf emote that we love, all the emotes. So check, <laughs> check out that if you're subscribed or if you want to use them. Um, but yeah, I I I mean, I thought he'd play a good game. I didn't I didn't think he would come out and light it on fire just because he's you know he's not a pure shooter. He seems like more of a rhythm shooter. And if you haven't played in two weeks, then it's going to take a while to get that lather back. But that's why I think tomorrow I, I'm looking for him to have a triple double. Like I'm looking for him to come out like gangbusters. I, like and I, we, I said this in our chat earlier. I trust Jimmy to be better. Right. Like I, I don't know yeah. about other guys on the team, but I know I'm confident that Jimmy is going to be better tomorrow. And by the way, Jimmy, again, as bad as he was shooting the ball, and with the turnovers, I think that largely got corrected in the second half. Um, mm-hmm. Finished 17, 10, and 8 with two steals. Uh, again, four, only four field goals that whole game. Got to the line a lot. And and that, to me, again, that's what stars do. That's when you're a superstar. Right. And when your shit's not going right, right head first into the remember the punishment he took, Tiff. I don't know how many bad falls he had. Uh, I mean, obviously, you don't want it have to get to that point, but... Right. When the rubber hits the road, right, and it's nut cutting time, he's gonna get to the. Right. He can get you what he wants, whether it's a little pull up right. jumper, whether it's getting to the rim because the jumper's not falling, and that's why the three point shots were frustrating. I don't know, and I, I tweeted this earlier, Tiff. I don't know if some of those are designed. Some of them felt designed. They had one, and I tweeted it out. They had Ariza and Bam kind of screening horns, and Bam was sealing Giannis, who was Jimmy's man. And Giannis was trying to like, so that looked like what they were trying to do was get something up top. It wasn't, it did not look, because when Jimmy kind of came off the Ariza's, I forgot if it was Ariza or Bam, uh, when he came off the Bam screen, he like set his feet. Like he was, it looked designed. I don't know if that's a coaching initiative that they're like, hey, you should shoot threes. I don't, I don't know if that's the case, but it's at times it felt that way. I mean, (laughs) a lot of them were open. And I think he's in the mindset. (laughs) Well, I think he's in that he's in that mindset. Like you're gonna leave me open, I'm gonna shoot it. That's Westbrook, which is like exactly. I mean, I'm not mad at Jimmy shooting threes. I don't want as many, but like you know, if he if he shot like three, I'd be like, all right. I don't want eight or nine. I don't know how many he shot. I don't want nine. Two for nine. Shoot. Oh, half his field goals were threes. (laughs) <laughs> he took the second he took the third most threes on the game after Dragic and Hero. Uh Dragic took 10, Hero took um Rob, sorry, Duncan took 13. I'm not gonna lie. I, l- let's get this bet right now, G. I I, I think he's gonna take about six tomorrow. Oh no, I, I, I think that's gonna be below four. I think I think, you think what so? would you set the over under at? If you were creating odds, what would you I, I would probably put okay. it at four and a half. 
Not nah, three and a half. I, I can't see him taking okay. a lot. I say five. You say five? Uh-huh. I don't, go, for some reason. All right, five and a half. All right. I'm going under. All right. No, over. like, yeah, you don't. You no, it's it's fine. I think he's gonna hit six actually, but uh, hit, no, I see an hit or, hit or take. Oh no 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 take. Yeah, I, I'm under. <laughs> I'm 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 under. <laughs> he's gonna be open. I think he's gonna hit. He's gonna take him. But it's like, yeah, you don't want him shooting it in those moments. But if if he's in a rhythm, I I, I say take it. I say take it. If he's in a, if he's in a nice rhythm, I don't I don't see why he shouldn't take it. If you're not, in our chat, you not. can vote, by the way. We have a little poll yes. up over under Jimmy three point attempts, <laughs> over under five point five. So get 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 those polls in, Tiff. We'll see what we'll see what our audience thinks. Have a little fun with this. Just, yeah, why not? There was a play in overtime I, when um they had DiVincenzo. Jimmy got DiVincenzo in front of him. They manipulated the floor. Got that. That's the matchup you want. Steven right, Chenzo hard right. showed, and Jimmy had space because his back was to Jimmy. He had a full lane, and Lopez was in like the dunker spot, and he pulled up for three. That was late in overtime, and I, that was the one that I and the other ones I generally live with. In that moment, when you had the yeah, you don't open, right? You don't want it. I think he'd take that one back. I think maybe the other ones he wouldn't take back. I think that one he would take back. And I'm sure when they watch film, he's going to look. And I tweeted it. I I tweeted like, well, how does he pull up here? Um, Right. I also think Lopez is a nice player, but like, I mean, come on. He's not Shaq out there. He was good though. And he, no, he is. But I mean, you got to challenge him. You got to, you gotta make him move his feet he's not the swiftest of dudes like well, that, come on you gotta make him move his feet that's why i was mad at bam because i think all night they generally did a good job of looking for him and attacking him and again it's funny to say that about like a really good defender but i mean the heat were like hey we're gonna run duncan and we're gonna run Dragic, and we're gonna try to get your bigs and drop because we like that look for us right and jimmy too i mean jimmy was running pick and roll uh that was the most via instat Jimmy pick and roll was the most used action uh, for the heat of the night. And, and that was a lot of where's Lopez, <laughs> right? Mm-hmm. Like, who? Oh, okay. Reza come screen. Uh, oh, Lopez on Bam come. Like they were looking for that and they wanted that. Right. And I thought the Bucks did a good job of kind of sticking with Jimmy. I think PJ did a good job. I think just in general, like everybody who had guarded Jimmy, I thought did like a, a, a valiant effort. But at the end of the day, Jimmy got to everything he wanted. And that's what stars do. Right. You're just going to get what you want, right. right? It's just, it may not look pretty, but you'll get there. And right. I, I thought they did a good job of kind of punishing him at least on that. And I think they could do a little bit better job of him defending him. I They didn't, they only switched uh, nine times yesterday, Tiff, all game. I thought that was a kind of a low number for them. Uh, and I think they're aware they don't want to, they don't want to switch too much because you get a small guy on Brooke or you get a small guy on Giannis and they're, I think that they're not going to do that. And it's kind of runs counter because if you remember that Denver matchup where they were switching everything and they would just like leave Duncan on poor Jokic, mm-hmm. I think that, well, that was that. Jimmy last night. That was Jimmy. Jimmy was left on Lopez too many times in the paint. They were and it's like, you love Jimmy because they were switching Middleton stuff. And I, I right. don't disagree with them because he 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 became an issue for them. And that's when late in the game, they were like, OK, well, if they're going to do that, um, we're going to switch Bam onto him. 
And late in game, they did it because I don't think you want to give Lopez a look at the basket late. Right. I think you just right. want Middleton to take and at you know, late in the clock, you know, they're not gonna call fouls. Right. Take, so right. be a little more physical. Uh, but you know, kind of earlier, like that third to early fourth quarter, they were switching a lot of that, and that's where Lopez did that damage. You get switched right. on that short roll and that little like kind of dump hook that he does. It looks ugly right. as all hell, but it goes in. Right. So tell me. What what do you, <laughs> we got to do it? We got to talk about Bam. We got to get there. You know, we got to talk. We got to get there. <laughs> Can I start with the good? Yes, yes. I want to start with the good because as bad as he was, as bad as he was, I'm sorry, my voice is shot. Nobody said anything about it. Tiff, have you noticed? <laughs> it's a little high. <laughs> it's a little. Listen, I yelled so loud at that Jimmy Butler. What I there was a listen. I I had slept all of like. I think five hours in the last three days. It's been a, it's been, it's been a lot. It's been a, a long, a long weekend. And there was a 10 second period where I thought that won the game. I, I forgot. I was Jared Smith. I forgot math. And when he hit that, I jumped up. I screamed. I fist bumped, but I just yelled. He's the toughest motherfucker on planet fucking earth. Uh, I love him. And uh, that's, that's what happened to my voice. Um, so back to, back to, back to, back to Bam for all the shit we give Bam. He was, he played 41 minutes and the heat had a plus six net rating chat saying that they wouldn't have noticed if I didn't say anything. I've been self-conscious about it. Yeah. Card Liana says, I always sound like this. It sounds bad. I, at least for me, it sounds bad. So Bam, when he's in the 41 minutes, he played Miami was plus six net rating in the 12 minutes. He sat Tiff. They were minus 21 net rating. Uh, sorry, dead man. Uh, they held the Bucks to a 93 offensive rating when Bam was on the floor. That's mm. that's good enough to win. That is good enough to win. That's good. It it wasn't the defense. It you know it wasn't the defense, but it, it's so hard. Like every, it's so hard to explain how like how great he is. Our level of expectation. And sometimes how we have to tamper it because these games happen. And he's, you know, it's like all these different things that that people are saying he's max and this and that. And it's like, Bam is, this is, this is Bam's game. Bam wants to facilitate. He wants to get other people involved. He's not a shoot first score first player. Not right now. Maybe tomorrow he might come out and be like, you know what? This is my time to shine, but that's not who he is. So we got to like, we got to, we got to ride these highs and (laughs) these lows with him, but just hope that these lows aren't so low that we don't win. That's how I look at it. He, no, if he comes out tomorrow and has 15 and 10 and eight and we win, guess what? No one's going to be saying, oh, he didn't look at the basket, you know? I think certainly if Jimmy had a better game, I don't think we're really talking about the BAM stuff. Honestly, I, I think right. they win that comfortably. But you you want your best guys to play. And and I think that the conversations around BAM, and we've talked about this a lot all season long. It's been a theme of ours all season. I think in general, the conversations around BAM are, are pretty are, are pretty non 
they're not very genuine. They're in bad faith. And and I think that a lot right. of times when people talk about them, they have an agenda of they don't like the guy or they like him too much and they stand and he can't do anything wrong. And I do right. think that the answer is somewhere in between. And I think we've talked a lot about, okay, well, you know, he is a guy that is early in his development and he's ahead of schedule and blah, blah, blah. That, that's fine and good. I get that. I also get right. that on defense, he was a monster. I mean, he was an absolute terror to the Bucks on defense, doing everything. Right. When they were switching, a lot of it was him to try to stop Middleton, who forced him into not good looks. A lot of his his help stuff is different. And they asked him to do different stuff. They had him in drop this year. Uh, they had him yep. in drop this yesterday, which is not something they've done a lot this year. They had him moving off ball, chasing guys. Like They asked him to do a ton on defense that he's not used to, and he actually did incredible. So big props right. to him. He's great on that end. He went, he just doesn't look at times like he wants to be a guy that's going to go to the basket or a guy that's going to get you a bucket when you need. And he was against right. the Celtics and he's just better against smaller guys. But when it's yeah. bigger, more, not even athletic, but just longer players, DeAndre Ayton, Brooke Lopez, Rudy Gobert, he he needs a second to figure out the looks he wants. And I think as the series goes on, he'll figure it out. There was two possessions that I think stand out to me a ton. There was one, and I tweeted about it earlier. They kind of run a DHO for Duncan. Duncan comes off. Middleton does a great job of jumping out, doesn't really give Duncan the angle, kind of flips it to Goron, passes it to Goron, and then he gets it back and cuts, which is just honestly clinic of off-ball movement by Duncan Robinson. You should watch that. I tweeted right. it out. It's really interesting. But when he when he gives the ball up and he cuts, Duncan's cutting to the basket and then like like in like an, like an L shape. Basket and then three the corner three-point line so he's giving bam the look of okay I, you can hit me on this or if, if you miss it i'm just going straight you know you flow into kind of moving to give space so at right. that point you have Dragic on the corner you have a you have a reza on the top of the key and you have bam essentially now in a one-on-one with brooke lopez because duncan has pulled his man middleton out to the three-point line guess to be staple duncan's killing him all night and Bam is holding the ball this whole time while all this action is happening. Bam is holding the ball. And he's staring at Lopez. And Lopez is still in his dumbass drop. He's like standing like practically in the mid post. And Bam is like near the semicircle free throw line uh, to the right. And he takes one hard dribble and he pulls up. And he decided that he was going to pull up the second he took the dribble. It was a hard one dribble pull up. And Lopez kind of gets out of late contest. Bam misses a shot. I'm not like mad at that in a vacuum. And then... But it's like, I would like, you know, I want you to go to the rim more. I want you to force yeah. him to make a play. I want you to, like, you you bail his ass out when you're a one-on-one in space against him. Another possession right. later in the game, close, almost like at the end of overtime. S- kind of similar situation, and they get, he gets Lopez against him. Literally a one-on-one with no help anywhere near. And he takes one dribble and he kind of slows right. it down. He looks up. Lopez, is, his ass is parked under the basket. And then, bam, I guess it's like, I guess I got to go. And he takes another soft dribble and goes really, really high off the glass and misses. And I'm like, yep. you did not want to do that. You did not want to be in that position. You would have much rather somebody cut. Like You did not. It was just so obvious that he didn't want to do that. And right. if there's any right. criticism Tiff, it's like of moments like that because you do everything else, but that's when they really, really need you because they're limited. And yes, that's a failure of the roster. And yes, that's whatever. Jimmy's not playing well and, you know, Dragic is old and whatever. Duncan needs a lot to, but man, when they need you at some point, you just got to be like, they fucking needed you here and you did not want to do it. (laughs) 
Right. And I think that's just, I mean, you know, that's something he has to work on in the off season as far as how he attacks bigger guys, because now it's on the fly. Like how he, whatever happens tomorrow, this is trial and error. Like this, because we're in the playoffs. Nobody's teaching. There's no teachable moments now. Everyone's playing. Um, but I think during the summer, that's something he's got to get with somebody and work with. How do I attack these seven footers? How do I attack these guys who are just bigger and stronger? You know, like that's just, you know, that's what it is. Um I I definitely like to see him go into the basket more. I don't care if it gets blocked. We're driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search match with Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. Leveraging over 140 million qualifications and preferences every day, Indeed's matching engine is constantly learning from your preferences. So the more you use Indeed, the better it gets. Join more than 3.5 million businesses worldwide that use Indeed to hire great talent fast. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Just go to Indeed.com slash BlueWire right now and support our show by saying that you heard about Indeed on this podcast. That's Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. Like, you just, you have to show them this is what I'm going to do. But it has to be Are you? Yeah. Well, that's also because, you know, we don't know how much the game has slowed down for him. Like we, you know, we look at him and we're like, oh my God, he's great. He's doing this and that. But you also have to like wonder like, where is he like mentally with the developmental part of the game? Because to make those quick decisions, that means you see things before they happen. Look, no one's perfect. Even the best baseball player strikes out when the bases are loaded. The best golfer sometimes three-putt with the tournament on the line. So if you feel like you're coming up short in the bedroom, it's perfectly okay. But if it's bothering you, there are options. Go get to roman.com slash heatbeat21 now. With Roman, you can get a free online evaluation and ongoing care for ED, all from the comfort and privacy of your own home. A U.S. licensed healthcare professional will work with you to find the best treatment plan. If medication is appropriate, it ships to you for free with two-day shipping. And the whole process is discreet and straightforward. Get Getting started is simple. Go get to roman.com slash heatbeat21 and complete an online visit. Take care of your ED without leaving home. Complete the online visit today to connect with the doctor and take care of it. Go get to roman.com slash heatbeat21 to get $15 off your first month. Look, that's a straightforward way to take care of your ED. Get to roman.com slash heatbeat21. Go get started to save $15 on your first month of treatment. I think he he makes advanced reads. He I think I think the game is at the pace it needs to be for him. I I don't I don't think it's that. I mean, he 
He makes very complex reads in an offense from the elbow with 50,000 moving parts. I don't think it's but, that. Uh, but, but those reads aren't for him. I mean, he's an option. Most of the, reads. he is, but, but how often is he the person that actually takes the shot? But I think that's he's more not. of a mentality rather than like the game is moving a little too quickly and I don't know if I can. Go well, it's moving quickly. If you don't know that you should take the shot, that means it's moving quickly. I think he doesn't want to because I think, I think he's just not wired that way. Well, then that's a different, and then that's a different conversation. Yeah. So we, we, yeah, we could touch, we could touch on that then. That's a whole different thing because, well, it's scary to think if he does, if he doesn't want to, when does he get that want to? Because we need him to have it. The team needs him to have it tomorrow. Well, they need it. I mean, like there's a recipe tip where he just, if he wants to play that way and if he wants to pull up against a Lopez drop, I mean, that's generally fine. He just has to hit the shots. I mean, yesterday they were not hitting. Right. I mean, if he's, if he's playing like he was against the Nets, you know, back in, in back in January or whenever that was, that's, that's a winning formula. And then he was comfortable shooting over Jeff Green and he's going to get, He's right. going to have an open one dribble pull up the entire series. That is just the way right. that they are playing him. And like right. they did not adjust to Duncan doing that. They are firm. Listen, we know this about about coach Button, but they are firm in their system. Maybe after a couple games they change, but I mean they are pretty they right. were dropping on everything late late in games. They were still running Duncan off screens and they were still dropping Lopez deep in the paint. And it's going to be the same for Bam. And if he has all that space between he and Lopez, if he's going to decide that he wants to take a pull up, he needs to do it. But he needs to do it quicker and more aggressive. It can't be right. that one dribble kind of slow down, look up, oh well, I guess I got to go. And he goes and takes like something weak off. That like that to me is right. like where you're losing me. Like and when Jimmy's right. not having it and when Jimmy's going neck first to the rim, falling on his wrist, getting put on his ass over and over again. You know, if you're Bam, I, I think you need a little more. And again, right. I'll repeat this. He was good, generally good. I mean, they were right. plus six net when he played, minus twenty one when he didn't. Right? That's right. that's huge. They were they were winning when he was on the floor. They were winning those minutes, and they could not survive when he sat. So right. this is not to like they, shit on the guy. They just need no, a little more no. from him. But the question also needs to be asked because if if you're saying you don't think he wants to then that begs the question is he the is he the second scoring option on this team is he the third scoring option on this team because you need him to score you don't need him to give you 30 but you need him to score and if he doesn't want to then that's something you have to look at they're going to need him i mean they need to punish that I mean, those those defensive schemes they need to punish because he is a lot of the times the last option on a on a possession. When they run right. that elbow stuff and when stuff's moving and listen, Drew Holiday is incredible at getting around screens. Middleton is was flying all over the place all, all night long. And let's credit to Bam and Dedman for setting good picks that they were able to get Duncan open. But those are guys that are flying all over the place. Giannis is a help defender. You know the pedigree. You know what's there. So when yeah. you know you have one, two, three options kind of go sideways on you, you know, at that point it's on you as I mean similar to Chris Bosch and, and and like kind of Marcus All and other guys like other bigs of that nature. Like okay when you're do when you're running elbow stuff and Jokic, right? Like everything goes to shit. It's on you to, to put an end to the possession, especially when Jimmy's not right. on the floor. And especially when Jimmy just doesn't have it offensively, like one of you has to have it. Right. And the fact that they almost won when both of them didn't have it, I think kind of bodes well for them. Right. 
But yeah, I mean, you you just need a little more on offense. Yeah, I mean, I it's essentially where I, I am. With you know, it. I no, and and that's a good place to be because I actually, like I said, that I didn't think he was going to have a good game in the first game, and I actually think that tomorrow was going to be the game where he woke up. I'm curious, so, Tiff. We're looking at game two. Mm-hmm. I don't. I I think it's a weird game two where I don't think we see too many adjustments from Miami. I think maybe one thing is Jimmy's shot diet changes a little bit. They might try right. to post him up more. They posted him up four times uh, via Instat. I I think generally they like the looks they got. You know he loves that little turnaround jumper. I think Lopez kind of rushed him a little bit. There were a couple possessions where Jimmy had Brim Forbes posted up. Kind of Lopez is lurking. Kind of. Uh, maybe accelerated Jimmy's decision-making. I do think that they'll watch the film. They'll realize that they can slow that down. They'll kind of have a built-in read where if Lopez is going to come up, his man will kind of move to the dunker spot, kind of give Jimmy that easy pass. If Lopez is really going to step out on a turnaround, I think that they're going to look for those smaller guys a little more often. I didn't think he looked for DiVincenzo enough. I think that that's another adjustment that I think Miami's just going to try to find him a little more often on the court. But I think in general, Tiff, I think their process was good. I think they liked what they were doing. Uh, I think on defense, I mean, clearly, like I said, 93 <laughs> held Bucks to a 93 offensive rating when Ben was on the floor. Like that just generally was working. Like they, they were, the help was good. The help was smart. Middleton hit a lot of tough shots and that's just the kind of guy right. that he is. So Gee. It's, it's a weird game. It's a weird game too, that I don't think that the losing team is going to adjust too much. Right. Well, also look at it this way. How many layups and like tips at the basket? Then did they just blow? I counted eight. So there, that's that's your game right there. I counted. That's eight. your game right there. Like they, Jimmy got every shot he wanted. It didn't go in, but he got every shot he wanted. He got to every spot on the floor he wanted to get to. He just didn't make the shots. So then it's just kind of some nights you hit them, some nights you don't. So that's that's where I think that's where we were with that first game. I think tomorrow the shots will fall. Um, I'm just hoping that the defense is as competitive as it was in the first game. Something that I think surprised even me, Tiff, he did 12 offensive rebounds yesterday. It's not who they are. (laughs) They were there. They were tapping. They were jumping and nothing was dropping. I mean, Jimmy alone at four. I mean, Jimmy's activity, like I said, like Jimmy played like it just a generally Bad offensive game. Turnovers up the wazoo. Just missed a ton of shots. Just poor decision-making kind of coming off screens. But active as all hell. Offensive rebounding. The missed layups are going to... The missed layups are really going to... They want those back. Um, Right. Between Bam, him, and Ariza. It it was just just frustrating. Not a lot... You know, I got to eat it. Nikias and I said on the pod, the preview pod, that Nikias was like, I don't see this being a trap defense for my... A trap kind of series for Miami. They're not really going to go to traps. He was right. I mean, that was not something that right. they went through, went to. I just, I mean, clearly they don't really need to. I think that on defense, they're pretty set on what they want to do. That's something that they can throw out later. Not a lot of zone, which is another thing I no. thought was interesting. I thought that that might be something that they throw in. But, I mean, in reality, did not need it. I think, you know, Giannis went to the line a million times. A lot of that was off his offensive rebounds, though, that he would get offensive rebounds and get right. fouled. The lack of switching in general uh, last night, I think yesterday, I keep saying last night, basketball. Uh, 
kind of, I think, kept them in better rebounding position, but they still got club. Right. So I think those are kind of things, guys, like vindication. Uh, listen, wow, there's still time. <laughs> there, there, there are adjustments to be made. Right. Uh, I, I don't but know. But you wouldn't have you've... known. You wouldn't have known they got beat so badly on the boards. You know, with the with the way the the game went, with the way the score went, you wouldn't have thought that they literally got beat like a drum on the boards because it didn't feel that way. It felt that way late. It felt that way because like Giannis was just like bludging them late in the game, and, and and like it was. I mean, people are really mad about the travel call. I mean, you got them to call a ten second violation. I don't think it could be. They never call that. You can't. He fans right. like whining about the call, and they. I was like, come on, guys, that gets that never gets called. Shout out to Karan Butler, Heat Lifer, <laughs> calling in 10 seconds. I have a question for you. Is tomorrow a must win? No. I mean, this is a normal playoff series where they have to play home and road games. I don't think you want, I think if you're the Heat, you don't want to get behind the eight ball and be down 0 2. And they're not a team that has generally, we've seen them play from behind a ton. But I mean, I, honestly, I think tomorrow is probably mm-hmm. a win for them. I, I think that they're going to, I mean, again, if, if Jimmy and Bam aren't going to do well, then this is just, this is all moot. But I just think generally they're going to win. I don't think it's a right. must win. I mean, they're going to get to come home. They're generally a good home team. They've been quietly a much better road team this year than last year. Last year, they were like awful sub 500 on the road. I believe they're over 500 on the road this season. So that's that's a huge thing for them. And again, I thought they played good enough to win. And I think the well, Bucks, they, they did. a little bit of edge might be taken off the Bucks as well. I think, I, I'm not body language guy. I don't know, man. When that overtime started, Giannis, Giannis didn't look he didn't look too confident. I think that he, I mean, you know, the, the pressure is clearly on his shoulders. Like they they're they got to get far. There's a, no, they're, he's, they're he's aware. Ghost. They're fighting two opponents. They're yeah. fighting the Heat and they're fighting their ghosts. Yeah. So you know, he's taking it squarely on his shoulders. Um, but no, I. I just don't see Jimmy, and I'm just going to say Jimmy and leave it at that, leaving out of there tomorrow down 0-2. Like, I think he's going to leave it all on the floor. And, we, you know, you just hope that everybody follows suit. Okay, Tiff, real quick. How mm-hmm. how much longer do you think the Heat can get away with Lopez drop? Like, how, how soon is Bud going to bring Lopez a little higher up or, or they're going to switch tomorrow. some stuff? Tomorrow, 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 you, if you, you think if that, you're that early, co- he's coaching for his job. There is no way he's not going to make that. They adjustment. Were late if that he, game, if he does, but if, if he doesn't, then the heat know what to do. Those players know exactly what to do and think about it. Spolstra is a genius. So if he's going to, if he's not going to adjust and let Spolstra tinker with his offense, then that's on him. But if he's smart, that adjustment happens tomorrow. I'd be surprised, and that'll be something to that. I think that's going to be the one thing to watch for. I saw as soon as that game started, everyone was slandering Bud. Like, how how long is Lopez <laughs> going to play? And like, he played the whole game. So like, that's just how they play. Um, yeah, I think they well, might we let him off Duncan the hook. Do it again. And I got to be honest with you, I like Miami. If I mean, I, I have two issues. I think one, I like it because I think that that's just generally good for Miami. If you're going to give Duncan open looks, the thing I don't like is then you're just running an uncomfortable amount of offense through Duncan Robinson as your primary trigger. Yeah, that I yeah. don't like, and I I think the Bucks kind of bait the Heat into doing that, takes a ball out of Jimmy's hands. Uh, but what you do is you give a 
one of the best shooters in the league open shot. So it's it's like right. it's good, but it's also not good. And it's it's a very weird dynamic that this series has is that the Bucks are very willing to give the best one of the best shooters in the league open shots. And Miami's like, I don't know how much I want that. Right, right. Well, Duncan's like, somebody guard me. That's <laughs> he wants a hand in his face, clearly. Um <sighs> I like. I Zach say Duncan's said. gonna in chat. It says what Duncan goes off again tomorrow. He's gonna change for sure for Game Three. I think that that's kind of how that might go. I mean, what do you got, Duncan hitting five, six? I got. I got, I say five, five threes. I think that's about what he'll average in the series. I, I yeah. think that's what we're looking at. And honestly, if that's it, then I think they. I think they win the series if he's gonna do that. If he's Listen, gonna give him that, it, I think they're gonna win. Yeah, no. That's a I, pressure point to me. That 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 to me is something. That's a, that's that is. If you look at their win conditions, that's one of them. Like, ah, what do we need to? That's that is one hundred. Like, he needs to do that. And if he's gonna force Lopez to come a little higher, I think I, I I'm afraid of that because I do think that bringing him higher up, unless Bam is really gonna commit to rolling, and if Duncan's gonna get off right, that ball early right. enough. I think it may be worth the, it may be, I think it may be worth it for the Bucks. I think that the risk reward is like too high. I think making Duncan a passer in that is a lot worse. He won't beat you off the dribble, but right. maybe they'll drop Dragic for Dragic, but not for but not Duncan. I, I don't really know. I mean, then you can just run double drag. You could like do other stuff from Spain. There's ways around it, but you know, you just make it you make the reads a little bit more complicated for the Heat. Right. Right. I just saw somebody in the chat. Bam, don't wake up. Ain't nothing happening. That's what you said. That's what you said. Yeah. Said that in our chat today. Yeah. Yeah, He's got a, there's, there's something in there that we saw, you know, against Brooklyn, against Boston. There is. Yeah. Yeah. But you, you gotta, you gotta figure out something like this. Like I said, nobody's learning anything right now. Now it's just trial and error and just get out there. I don't know if he's a, if he's afraid to get blocked, if he's afraid to look bad because there's no winning without trying. So I don't know. I don't know. But like I said, he's going to, I think he's going to have a big game tomorrow. There's a, there's a lot of Lopez on him, which surprised me. I thought they'd use more Giannis, but they want Lopez to be in those actions. That's another adjustment. They might want to move Lopez around the floor, get Giannis in some of those. I do think, so Tiff, one of the things, that, and, and we're, we're, we're running out of time. I, I, we're just, there was so much to talk about. One of the adjustments I like kind of earlier, like kind of in that, that second quarter, third quarter, they move Giannis onto Bam so that they can kind of come up higher on those Duncan handoffs. They went away from that late in the game because they wanted Giannis on Jimmy. His Jimmy just became right. a problem for them. They might just put Drew on Jimmy and they might just live with whatever Goran does because Goran was a lot of floater and jump shots. I think that eventually mm-hmm. the series might evolve to that. Either Drew on Duncan and Middleton on Jimmy and then they just leave Giannis on Bam so they can come up a little bit higher on those handoffs. That was what they did early right. in the game, but then you know, kind of Jimmy forced their hand a bit. So I think there's some ways to shift the matchup around and I think they're okay with leaving Lopez on a reason a corner. If that is what happens, they got to do what they did against the Lakers. The Lakers put uh, Dwight Howard on Jay Crowder to kind of get Anthony Davis in more sets. And then what they started to do was they just started to have Jay Crowder run handoffs to keep Dwight and drop. So 
They've done a little bit of that with a reason the regular season, not too much. I don't know how comfortable he'll be, but that is certainly an option that they'll have. Uh, just gotta right. just gotta find Lopez and, and kind of force their hand. Uh, they didn't go small. No, no, not really. Giannis at the five last night, so um, right. <laughs> he culture says I think you should change his name to Johnny until we win the series. Uh, Johnny is too close to Giannis. Bad juju. So that's actually funny that you say that because like my friends that I grew up with. Like the people that I've known for like 20 plus years, they all call me Johnny. Nobody calls me Johnny. Not a single person calls me Johnny. Like I have maybe one friend that I've known like the for like one of my like old, old friends that calls me by my proper name. Most of them don't. They go Gianni or or Johnny. If we lose tomorrow, I'm calling you Johnny for the rest of the series. <laughs> That's what's happening. No. So if we lose tomorrow, you are now Johnny. Oh my God. Listen, it's it's the cross I must bear. Um, kind of give so before we go, I want to give you guys a little bit of a schedule update, and I let you in on what we're doing for the postseason. Uh, tomorrow, uh, it's game day, baby. So you know we have Weird Off pregame show and Hangover time as usual. So be on the lookout for that. Uh, then two off days. So pod, we're potting on both days, baby. We're bringing you the content. We uh, might try to bring you a guest. If there's a guest that you guys want, by the way, chat. If you if there's somebody that you're like, I really want this person on, like tweet us at MIHeapy. Give us suggestions. I mean, we, you know, I think a lot of times we just have on like our friends like that are like uh, other analysts or other Blue Wire pod host but there are people that you want to hear from you know we want we want to make that possible so hit us up say hey i think this person will be really great for your show and 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 let us know so we can try to get them on the on the program we would love that but i'm thinking you know uh after the game you know the day after regular heapy pod the day after we have a guest obviously we have locker rooms after every game so you know after the morning after 10 a.m tiff and i got you covered we got locker room you can get in you can complain you can whine a bam you can slander you do whatever you want it's a fun time and then hangover yes. times and all that stuff. I'm actually, I'm going to Denver this weekend. So uh, I'll be doing pods live from Denver. See, I, I never stop. I'm here to work. I went to visit a friend. Full disclosure, Tiff, I booked a trip earlier, not realizing. Right? I got my vaccine and I was like, let's go. I'm ready. I'm ready for the world again. And I, I went, to, I'm going to go see my best friend. She's in Denver. And I totally, for, and I thought, okay, you know, I'm, I'm going to, I'm going to out myself a little bit. I thought by May 20, I thought by, by late May, I thought the Heat might not be out of the playoffs. It was looking rough in the season. And I booked the trip and I forgot the playoffs got pushed back a month because of this weird ass season and the finals are in July. So I'm thinking, no, oh, they're not going to have the conference finals. That's, that seems rough. They're a seven seed right now. So uh, I'm stuck working on my vacation. So shout out to the Heat for uh, uh, better being, being good. Uh, hopefully they win <laughs> or wrap up. Sorry, G. All right. Yeah. It's all right. You're only human. That's all right. I'm I'm outing myself. I had no guts, but it's heating five, baby. It's heating five. So remember to subscribe on all our platforms. Join our Patreon, patreon.com slash Miami Heapy for all the goodies over there. Locker rooms get posted. Watch parties get scheduled. Uh, I'm going to post uh, newsletters will be written and uh, you can pick pot topics. I'm going to make that post uh, tonight. So thank you guys, everybody for coming. Thank you, chat. Uh, I have no guts. Uh, slander me. Thank you. Thank you. The headlines remind us daily. The world is a dangerous place. The elites in charge say everything's fine. Stop noticing. But you know better. And your gut knows that time is short to prepare for a world that is four missed meals away from chaos. My Patriot Supply has helped over three million families become more self-reliant and is the company Americans trust to prepare. Go to MyPatriotSupply.com and secure their best-selling three-month emergency food kits. Each contain delicious breakfasts, lunches, and dinners, averaging over 2,000 calories per day. 
Secure at least one food kit for each family member. For a limited time, save $200, plus get free shipping on all their Ready Hour 3-month emergency food kits. You're not ready if it's not Ready Hour Foods. My Patriot Supply also has solar power generators, water filtration units, biomass stoves, heirloom seeds, and critical survival gear. Shop MyPatriotSupply.com today. MyPatriotSupply.com